Hello, greetings, salutations, welcome to the podcast. Looks back at albums, movies, and vidigums. Less so albums at the moment, but we'll go into that at some other point. Anyway, to ask anyone for seconds. My name is Dev. My name is Matt. And I felt like chicken tonight. Like chicken tonight. <laughs> yes. But also, I feel like um, recently I've given you some absolutely dire shit to play. Like, the worst of the worst. So we're continuing that trend? No, I feel quite bad about it. So, this week I'm going to have you play a PS3 game that a lot of people were hyped for at the time. And have subsequently forgotten about in years gone by. So... This week, you are playing PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. From all corners of the PlayStation Universe, come all the stars of the PlayStation Universe. Bring on the best of the best of the best. With PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, fight it out in multiplayer via the new PS Vita and PS3 crossplay feature, and discover who is the star of All-Stars. Buy PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale now for PS3 and get the PS Vita version included. Sweet. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. So, I'm, I'm not going to beat about the bush here. Um... <laughs> Smash Bros clone. It's a Smash Bros clone. Yep. Yes. Um I would say what's your thing with PlayStation and such like, but I'm sure we will get into that once this game has installed because right now we're watching it install. Remember when PS3s as soon as you put them in the console, you had to install and you didn't get the option to do anything else. Quite often, fortunately, my PS3 has a solid-state drive installed, so it will be quicker than what it would have been in the day, because back in the day, a solid-state drive would have been inordinately expensive, and you would have used a mechanical hard drive. And what I did recently was I spent 30 quid and got a 1 terabyte SSD. Granted, the, piece, uh, the PS3 can't fully utilise the speed of a solid-state drive, however, it's still remarkably faster than a mechanical hard drive so we're currently watching that having downloaded a two gigabyte patch for it but my history with the playstation i've had all of them and played them all extensively i'm very familiar with playstation mascots i've not yet purchased a ps5 because i think i might not i might i'm quite enjoying pc stuff at the moment but I do like the Sony back catalogue every so often going to games that at the time I either hadn't heard of or couldn't afford or a bit more obscure or in the case of this, Sankaro at the time would have gone, that looks childish and shit, no thank you. Whereas someone now just turns up to my house and goes, play this at no <laughs> charge, I'm more than happy to take that plunge. So yeah, as I've already said, this is a Smash Bros clone. You got much love for Smash Bros? Ever played a Smash Bros? Any of them? I think if I've played a Smash Bros, it was either on a game pod in like a physical store, brick and mortar okay. store, or it may have been maybe five minutes at 
an acquaintance's house at some point but I'm so uncertain on those facts I it could also be that I never have played a Smash Bros game however I'm familiar with the concept of you don't have health bars you just mash buttons randomly cool things happen and you aim to arena out the opponents multiple times until there's only one person standing and apparently for Nintendo fans are like this is the bestest of shit ever so this was PlayStation's attempt to uh, mimic in that yeah so Smash Bros you you basically hit the nail on the head there you don't have health bars you have percentage bars the percentage at the bottom of the screen gets higher every time you hit someone and that percentage is the likely that they are to be knocked out of the arena and if you knock them out of the arena then you score the point I myself, I'm not a big lover of Smash at all. I've played... Smash also make potatoes. Yes, because Smash means Smash. (laughs) I've played the newer one on... uh, I think it was on the Wii U, possibly. It was one of the newer ones. Maybe it was the one on the Switch. I can't remember now. Whichever one's got Cloud Strife in it, Editing Dave will tell you. Hello, it's Editing Dave. Just thought I'd chime in right here. Turns out the version I played was Super Smash Brothers. I believe it's called Ultimate. It's one of the newer ones that was on the Nintendo Switch. Because not only did it have Cloud Strife, it also had Sifiroth. I managed to get to play it early access, which I'm sure I will probably brag about in a moment. So, back to the episode. Over and out. It's got Cloud Strife in it and Sifiroth. That's the one I played. I played that at MGM uh, London a couple of years ago. And that's okay, but I've never really got into the whole Smash thing. So I'm quite curious about this because it's got uh, characters that I would be more more familiar with, I would hope, anyway. So I'm seeing Big Daddy, Sir Daniel Fortescue... The guy from Infamous, modern Dante, I don't know what we'll, the f- that's a hell glass. We'll, we will go through that in a moment because I've got a list of the characters. Who the fuck is that? Is that meant to be Raiden? Yeah, I no, hope if you want to, if you want to hit play, then let's um do this. Thing. See if it'll play. Because I get the impression based on a Kadikaris video that he had fucking nightmares with the tutorial mode and it not playing tutorials. Well, we'll we'll see. This game is one of the more quote unquote infamous ones because I don't know if you saw it in the box because I have this physically. In the box, it comes with a card, and on that card, it was Sony's way of basically bypassing pre-owned games. It had got a code in it for you to access online. If you'd bought it secondhand and the code was gone, you couldn't access the online feature, so you'd have to go into the PlayStation Store to then buy a code to then be able to play the online and use the online functionality. It's Sony's, like, middle finger, basically. Mm. Well, thus far, it's been 10 seconds in a black screen, so this could be a really short recording. (laughs) And if it's a really short recording, we're still putting this out. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit nervous. Um, I can't even bring up the X and B menu. I'm going to do a hard reset. Please keep in this troubleshooting audio. 
this could be an abandoned episode. This is perfectly fine, but this was released in 2012, November 2012, I should say. North America, Europe, Australia, and the UK, all within about four days of each other, started November 20th and ended November 23rd. It was made by a studio called Superbot Entertainment, who were actually formed by Sony to work on the PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale game. So they made that, and pretty much that's it. They ported it to PlayStation Vita, and then that's basically it. That's all they did. Sony Santa Monica, though, I believe also were heavily involved in the God of War games. Sony Santa Monica were. um, So they're not necessarily involved in this. If it loads, (laughs) it was made in conjunction with Bluepoint Games, who you might know for video game remasters and remakes, like the Uncharted, Nathan Drake Collection, Shadow of the Colossus in 2018, and then Demon's Souls on the PS5 in 2020. This is going so well, like, at all. Fucking hell. It doesn't want to boot, which is really, really annoying. I'm going to try and boot a different game to narrow down if it's the game or just the disk drive that's (laughs) now given up the ghost. It's the game, then. Good news, everybody. My PS3 is perfectly fine. I'm able to boot up the next nearest game, which is... (laughs) Prince of Persia, so we could be doing an episode on a Prince of Persia game instead. <laughs> uh, so the Prince of Persia games I have is the trilogy pack, which are this. remakes of the PS2 versions. So we have the Sands of Time, which I completed, very good. Warrior Within, not so good and still very buggy. And Prince of Persia Two Friends, all developed by Ubisoft, who then abandoned the Prince and were never to be seen again. Um, until later this year until later this year, year in which the new one comes out does that mean we can rewatch the movie film with Jake Gyllenhaal yes because I may have that on blu-ray I e- may not it's e- something I need to look at even better right so what I'm going to have to do now as part of standard troubleshooting procedures is remember where save data is on the PS3 delete the save patch data. yeah I think it might be the patch. That's Demon Souls. Uh, sort by update day, so that should pull save data, game data utility. So let's go All Star Royal, delete. Yes, you can fuck off. So far, this is pretty good game. I'm I'm not saying it was a bad idea. I thought it was a really good idea at the time. When I bought it, and I was like, I've never played that. Matt's got a PS3. Let's play that. Hey. Good news, everybody. The install of the game actually balked it <laughs> broke it from booting now 
I don't know if that's the update patch or the physical game install because I deleted both but we're now in a menu that's frozen, frozen. <laughs> oh god that's the disc then great will it bring up X and B X and B comes up now right I want to quit the game and try again bought this for my grandson because he likes Fortnite Battle Royale which he plays online I thought this was a game version of that but turns out not I haven't played it yet but I'm sure it will be okay as it looks like a good game that's from Amazon hmm. well in lieu of that working I'm now going to react to the intro Oh, it's looking super hype. Santa Monica Studio, YouTube, Bluepoint Engine. See, their version doesn't it doesn't crash. Oh, it's Jacka from Jack and Daxter and Ratchet from Ratchet and Daxter. Let's fight at the spanners. Wait, is this the game or is this you? This is YouTube. This oh, for God's sake, I thought this was the game then. This is <laughs> this is Nathan Drake and Sly Raccoon Cooper. That's um, Fat Princess, who Sunny thought would be a thing. Generic protagonist from Infamous. I don't know what the fuck that Cole. was. Cole. Oh, yeah, Cole. His name is Cole. Yeah, Detective Cole Phelps. <laughs> Sir Daniel Fortescue. Yeah, they involve him. He was on PS1, never made it to PS2. They didn't release him on PS3. Or, you know, it wasn't until the end of the PS4 lifecycle did he get a remake. It's odd that they include him as an all-star. Well, he was on the PSP. Yeah. Which was another remake of the first game again, because mm. they love remaking that one. They include... Uh, a little sister and a big daddy from what was originally an, an Xbox 360 exclusive. Then Thingy from um, Heavenly Sword. New Dante rather than classic Dante. Again, it's a really odd selection of characters that are pulled here. I wouldn't call these necessarily all-stars from the PlayStation format. No. So in this, you've got Big Daddy, you've got Cole McGrath, you've got Colonel Raddick from Killzone, you've got Dante from DMC, you've got uh, Emmett Graves from Starhawk. Yep. You've got Evil Cole McGrath. Yeah. Uh, you've got Fat Princess, Hey Hachimishima. Uh, Isaac Clark from Dead Space, which is a weird pull. Yep. Uh, Jack and Daxter, Cat and Dusty from Gravity Rush. Sweet Tooth. You've got Kratos, uh, Nariko from Heavenly Sword, Parappa the Rapper, uh, Nathan Drake, Raiden from Metal Gear, mm. Revengeance, I guess, which would have been out at the time. Yep. But not Solid Snake, which is a weird pull. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, Sackboy, Sir Daniel Fortescue, Sly Cooper. You've got Spike from Ape Escape. Yep. Sweet Tooth, Toro Inoue from Doco Demo Isio. Sure. I don't know what that is. And then Zeus 
from God of War apparently as well as DLC. Zeus. Zeus. Yep. Zeus. I've heard of that one. Which is really, really weird. But Crash Bandicoot was going to be in it because it was going to be made by Naughty Dog. And then... Although Crash Bandicoot wasn't with Naughty Dog at the time, it was with Activision. But they wanted too much money and then Lara Croft was going to be in it but it was too close to the reboot at the time so they didn't include Lara Croft. So it was going to play like Smash Brothers. Yeah. Lots of different planes, 2D, 3D planes that all changed the backgrounds depending what you did. It was quite intuitive and quite inventive at the time so you could be playing a little big planet level and then you could have people from Buzz coming in on it, you know. Jump cut. It's working. Badly. It's... The game is so fucked... Look at that. Oh, can, uh, you, can you at least get past that? Yeah, I've just selected a character Holy somehow. Fuck, I don't know. Right, this might have to be the world's shortest episode. We're going to just drill through everything. Yeah, let's see if I can even load into a level as Prepper the Rapper in the tutorial. That, that, I can't believe that. The power of mashing compelled it. Yeah, the power of PlayStation. Installing right. the patch, reinstalling the game, cleaning the disc going through the free publisher screens it would load mashing the start button as soon as they appeared to bypass the one that wouldn't load before it had the chance to glitch takes you to the start splash screen where it's strobing at me would which if I was otherwise um, abled may cause me harm flashing screen I've tapped text which I believe is loaded to tutorial as Parappa the Rapper and now we're just loading stars. It's just watching. Now it. it's either loading a level, or as this is as far as it's now going to get. Which is really annoying. I'm impressed you got this far. I mean, yeah, we're we're putting this out. I, I this is content. this is a this is a warning. In case you ever want to buy this second hand, take care of your discs. Yeah, this is unbelievable. Now I don't know how long a level would take to load. I don't either. This feels a long time, but then I'm so used to playing PC games now that load instantly. Yeah. So you, I've told you the roster. I've told you the basic layout. So basically, so the thing that differentiates this differentiates this game is it doesn't load. Is it doesn't load when you blow on it? When you blow on it. Um. Ha ha ha. Nah. <laughs> uh. That you don't knock people out of the ring, you build up your meter, you then do a super move, and if your super move lands successfully, you then get a point. Yes. Which is different from Smash Brothers. In a bad way. In quite a bad way, because it tends to be a lot of... It just drags on. On and on and on and on and on. It drags on. Much like trying to get the game to load, it drags on. Yeah, this is all part of the experience, right? If mm. you can get the game to boot, <laughs> then, then, then you're worthy. I mean, sure. But... I'm going to see if I can get it to boot again. Oh my God, we're going for it, we're going for it. So they, so they did shut down the servers in 2019. 
ordered the servers, switched offline, so you can't play it online anymore, which is... Fair. Well, 2019, though. That's a long time, though. That is a long time it was, after. It was 2012 to 2019. That's yeah. like seven years. It's a console that's dead. It's crazy, isn't it? But I suppose because people bitched and moaned about the Vita version, because people played the Vita, because yeah. there is a Vita version available, mm. which comes with the disc, but we haven't got a Vita to play it on. No. Which is also quite annoying, because Sony don't care about their handholds anymore. And they no. never cared about the Vita in the first place. Well, I've been unable to skip past that. Fantastic. So do you want my closing thoughts? Let's, um... Right. Hypothetical. Yeah. If you were going to build a Smash Brothers esque game using Sony characters, who would you want? And money was no kind of option limit. Well, I'd go with actual All Stars. You'd need that they've been in more than sort of two to three games. So, yeah, you'd absolutely have Crash Bandicoot in it. I'd fucking have Spyro the Dragon in it. Jack and Dax is fine. Ratchet and Clank's fine. I'd also be going if I'm going for a cartoonish kind of style. What? Who else could I pull call, pull upon? Yes, Sly Raccoon makes sense. I'd go for that. I'm thinking PS One. What else was maskety? Fuck. I'd I'd go to the depths. I'd pull out Croc. Fucking Croc. Yeah, he was multi format. Yeah, I, I, but yeah, I would croc. full on go down that route and pull out things like that nature because having Nathan Drake in doesn't work for me if I want to have that kind of frenetic kind of thing I, I want it. platformer mascots I, I get it from the golden era I mean I get it because when you think of Smash obviously they've got uh, your Samus around in it you've got your um, Pikachu and your Jigglypuffs and Donkey Kong Donkey Kong Mario, Mario and they've still Kirby yeah, but it's also got Beatty from Lilac Wars in it, uh, Fox McCloud. Fox McCloud. Yeah. Yeah! And and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I totally get why they'd put Nathan Drake in, because he is an exclusive character. And what way to exploit doesn't, your IP. Doesn't fit with that kind of thing. You go, Sackboy is a good choice. Prapper Rapper makes sense, though. Arguably, he hadn't been in ink for a while. I think any humanoid ones don't make sense. I'd go fully. You'd want it stylistic. Keep it in stylistic. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. Because if I'm going to have someone like Kratos and he's then not murdering, ripping people to shreds, I want to be disappointed. Yeah. No, that's that's completely fair. But guess what? When what, you get what? through to the end of the game, yeah, you fight Polygon Man. Yeah, the original tech demo for OG yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, Polygon Man. He's all purple and he's all cool. And, See, oh. that would have been really cool, but I imagine nobody but a few hardcore nerds would have actually have got that. Well, it's like what they did with um, Astro's Playroom yeah. on the Have them in that. That's yeah. them doing it again, but doing it well. But with the, the T-Rex from Demo 1 and yeah. stuff as well. Yeah. Um, reviews very quickly... Metascore, what do you reckon? 42. Uh, based on 69 critic reviews, nice. You got 74. Score is 74. Um, and your Vita version is 75. 
So actually at the time it was pretty well rated all things considered. It was it was rated as fine. It just wasn't excellent. It was just rated as fine. This is a failed episode and it will be going out because it's it's serving as a warning even if it goes out at the end of the year before Christmas. Yeah, enjoyed this failed recording. This just- is an shows you the benefits of digital games preservation versus physical media preservation of games because you cannot buy this on the digital store anymore preservation of media is we've got physical physical disc and it don't work which was used it's got a couple scratches on it and one of those must be on the initial boot code Bars I can ascertain, but different game in the console boots and plays. So this has to be due to the scratch on it. So again, digital games you don't have that issue, but you take them off the storefront, you can't play them. You can't play them. However, physical media, if it's damaged or degraded, still can't play it. Yep, that that's the problem. There is all all for digital preservation and such because it's so vital now more than it was back then, and especially with the lack of, especially with Sony consoles, uh, backwards compatibility and such like. So it just goes to show. Anyway, time of recording. We're recording the campaign of action, and we're about to jump into some uh, Van Dam. So thank you very much for listening. Um, I'd say that's not one of the worst games you've made me play. Exactly, so I was nice because technically... You saved me from playing a bad game. There you go, see? So we're going to watch some Van Damage and uh, we'll see you soon. With a game that works. Hooray! Bye. Bye. And there you have it, folks. That is the story of how myself and Matt tried to play a game on a PS3 with a physical disc, a physical copy no less, and it just wouldn't boot. And honestly, this does serve as a warning to try and preserve our media so much because it is so important that we do that, no matter the quality of the thing, no matter the how popular it is, anything like that. It all needs to be preserved for future generations. Speaking on video games, there is stuff on the PS3 that is effectively stuck there because nobody has Sony specifically has not managed to find a way to basically port these games out onto onto more recent hardware because it's not up for sale on the on the physical storefront and it is a crime like classics like Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots I believe even Resistance Fall of Man that that trilogy is stuck on PS3 and you cannot buy it and the only way to play it is if fortunately you own a PS3 and you own the physical discs and with stores not carrying these games anymore it's going to become increasingly difficult to get your hands on this media so online preservation is so key We've seen recently with movie studios, more specifically Warner Brothers and Disney, taking off films for tax write-offs. Warner Brothers specifically with Batgirl writing it off for 
a tax refund of like $30 million. Scoop, Holiday Horn, which was basically done, and they've written it off. Even more recently, most presciently, Coyote versus Acme was effectively going to be written off until until creators turned around and said, no, we're not going to stand for this, and they kicked up a stink and stopped taking Warner Brothers calls, and now it's being shopped to another place. And it shouldn't matter what, what the media is. Everything deserves its time in the sun to be seen. They could take like literal millions off the budget of films that honestly don't need it and be put into restoration and re-releasing these older films that may not necessarily get a chance to shine. There are so many films that are stuck on VHS, even on Betamax, for God's sake, that have never had a release outside of that. And that is honestly criminal. I was recently watching a Dankpods video. It's a very good YouTube channel. Go check it out. And the guy on there called Wade, he was talking about the Xbox Series X and how every time he put an original Xbox game into the console, it just doesn't work. And I believe he said that only 66 out of the original lineup of all of those entire library of the original Xbox games just don't work. And it's absolutely criminal that they don't because you own the damn thing, so you should be able to play it. Sony are a massive bastard for this because when it got to... Like, even at the PS3 point, it was all backwards compatible. It was backwards compatible with PS2 for a little while until they removed the functionality because it cost too much. So, there is a lot of games there that are stuck languishing there, possibly, you know, because they certainly won't put them all on the PlayStation Store. It's only recently that they have launched the PlayStation Essential and Plus lines where you can stream ps3 games and certain select ps2 games but it's not all there and honestly at this point like pirates and such like that who are ripping games and uploading them online are doing a massive service for games preservation regardless of the of the ethics of it because sony just aren't doing it themselves and that is such a crime because as i said resistance fall of man is stuck on that console it's probably never going to come back. And that is a key moment in Insomniac's library. Which is just... It's criminal. Absolutely criminal. Even going back to movies, like I said... Boutique labels, like 88 Films... Like... You know... Um, Arrow Video... And people like that are doing their damnedest to get... The... Hidden gems of... Of films and such like... And just getting them out there getting them restored, getting them onto, you know, onto physical media, just to have, so it can be, you know, preserved and watched over the end of the ages, and they're doing amazing work with that, and even with Disney at the moment, just literally removing stuff, because it's not doing well, like we had Willow Series 1 on there, a TV series, it was fine, it wasn't anything particularly brilliant, but that's now gone. You can't watch that legally. Crater, which I believe was a film that was on Disney Plus for maybe a month, six weeks, they got rid of it. It's gone. You can't watch it. 
The Mysterious Benedict Society, I believe, was a series. It ran for three series on Disney+, Plus. I believe. I may fact-check this later on, but it ran for two or three series, and they've got rid of it. And it's a crying shame, because of all the creators who worked on these projects do not get to see the rewards, whether that be with more work, or whether that be, you know, just people telling them that they enjoyed this thing, and letting their stories and their craft be out there in the ether. It's an absolute crying shame. But not only that, not only have we, the consumers, have a right to demand that the studios and the bigwigs, you know, release all of these things so we can get them, but also that we, as consumers ourselves, take care of of our media. Because I bought, I ironically, I bought PlayStation All-Stars off eBay, and it was told it was in very good condition. It obviously isn't because there is a scratch on the disc that renders it unplayable. And I go back to being a child and seeing so many of my friends just leaving discs out on the side, like, shiny side up, you know, with with the game data just exposed to the elements, cups and dust and, you know, throwing it all over the room. And it's just a crying shame when you think about it now. You know, they would always laugh at us when they went, oh, why are you keeping it all in the box? Why are you keeping your light guns in its original packaging and such? Like, well, like, well, it's just what we do. And, you know, it's being lost. All of it. You know? <laughs> it's just... it's an it, it infuriates me. Honestly, because media deserves to be preserved for future ages. And I just want to say as well, just wrapping up very quickly... I assume it's a listener to the podcast. I don't know who it is, but if you go onto the internetarchive.org, we are actually preserved on there. So I just want to say, whoever listened to this podcast and went, do you know what? We should preserve this. Thank you so much. We have a small, really dedicated audience. And I'll admit, I've taken my foot off the throttle recently because of job and life and everything else. And I do want to get back up to, you know, scratch with providing you all with great content and it's just not happened recently but i promise you new year it's going to happen but whoever decided to archive it thank you so much it honestly it fills my heart with pride and love it's just it's wonderful anyway moving on from that um what are your thoughts on media preservation and such like get in contact with us we're still on twitter slash x slash space for the foreseeable at anyone podcast on there you know find us like us whatever the hell you do on there now i don't know we're on facebook as well search which you'll find us longer rants rambles considerations can be sent via email to anyone for seconds at gmail.com and obviously any emails we get we'll obviously address them in in a later show there's twitch streams as well twitch.tv forward slash anyone podcast And there is more Twitch streams coming up soon. So keep your eye out on the social medias and even, hell, I might even start announcing them on the feed. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. So I think with that in mind, I should probably leave you all with a clip. And I think possibly the most prescient thing I could probably leave you with 
is probably the the Laurel Hardy theme tune. And I say this because I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Leo, recently, and he was kind of telling me how there are still lost Laurel and Hardy films out there, incomplete. And it's a crying shame. When you think about Laurel Hardy and their impact on cinema as a whole, to know that there are still missing films out there and incomplete films, it's such a heartbreaking moment, considering how much of a cultural impact they left on cinema. And having experienced it myself at the cinema very recently, seeing uh, Sons of the Desert and I can't remember remember the name of the name of the other film it might have been dirty business or something like that but seeing those on the big screen you know having been restored and such it was such a such a privilege and such a fantastic time to to get to experience that and honestly when the hell am i ever going to get to talk or leave you with something like pure joy as laurel and hardy i mean i'm i'm not going to am i Unless I do the new adventures of Lauren Hardy, but we'll talk about that soon, I assure you. So, with that in mind, thanks again, stay safe, you got this.